This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply for uh, assists in the NBA over this uh, past month. And that's been another thing that's just been remarkable to see. This Nets team is assisting on such a high percentage of their made baskets. It's really been wonderful to see, especially because we have had so much iso ball over the last four years. And of course, nothing against that. Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, both great players, both great iso players. And anyone would be a fool to question that. But Seeing the amount of, of passing and the amount of interplay that this squad is having has been really enjoyable, despite uh, the potential blown leads. And then, of course, when you look forward, it is hard to say not only that the Nets didn't come out uh, on the winning end of, at the very least, the Kyrie Irving trade, uh, considering where the Mavericks are right now, and to have Mikhail Bridges and hopefully to be able to re-sign Cam Johnson and all the first-round picks that came with both of those trades. It's hard to say the Nets are in a bad position going forward. In fact, it would be pretty easy for me to say that the Nets have one of the brightest futures in the league because every day it looks like the Nets are maybe only one star away from you know jumping over the bubble into playoff contention uh, rather than playoff appearances. But when you look at what we're doing right now, making the playoffs and not the play-in is a huge step for this Nets team. Well, look, I mean, getting a star, another star is easier said than done. So I don't want to just say they're a star away when when that is hard. But point taken, the Nets won the trades. They won them. Now, the Phoenix trade can still be a win-win. Don't get me wrong. The Suns win a title. I think they're 6-0 in games KD has played. If they win a title, obviously it's a win for them. But that doesn't make it a loss for the Nets. It can be a win-win. I think the Nets have already won that trade given Mikael Bridges' is a revelation. I mean, this guy's playing like a, a top 15 player in the league at worst, maybe better than that right now with the, the uh, ability to get better. You see it up there. He was the Eastern conference player of the week, 33 points, five and a half rebounds shot 45%, 46% from three. He's still at 50, 40, 90 while scoring 28 points a game as a net. And, and, and his it, defensive production hasn't dropped. Yeah, no. And, and he's still a really good defensive player. And in the game uh, against the jazz, he didn't shoot the ball that well, but he, he's learning how to score and still be productive without shooting the ball that well because he's doing things like learning how to get to the free throw line, you know, and, and how to handle the ball. Alex Gonzalez writes in the, the next star we wind up with might be Cat, and it'll uh, offer it'll be an offer y'all can deal with. Look, Carl uh, Anthony Towns is a, a great shooting big man. I, I don't know exactly what the answer to that, who the next star is going to be. But there is certainly reason to fantasize about that in the offseason. But when you're talking about this team right now, I saw the comment that was up before. Rahola 88, it said, call me crazy. I kind of like Spence as our PG going forward. Give me a big man and another star wing 
along with Bridges. Um, and then we have other comments like um, My Holy King uh, saying, we all know the Nets aren't going to the finals, but play hard. And you can see how far you can get. Don't give up. Jared Williams is a playoff started. Now the Nets would play the Sixers. And, and we sort of touched on this in the last episode. But the Sixers series is intriguing to me for a few reasons. One, obviously, there's a James Harden connection. Two, Joel Embiid and Harden haven't been at their best in the playoffs. Both of those guys uh, have been dealing with little nagging injuries as of late. And the, the Nets have the kind of team that I do think with the vets on it, that can lock in to a specific opponent and really be disciplined with their game plan against that specific opponent while bringing the compete level up. And they, they do seem to be coming together at the right time, especially that starting five. Finney Smith is starting to hit some shots. Cam Johnson has been great as of late. And then we'll, we'll see how far Bridges can take the, this star leap. And, and of course, that's a long with Claxton and Dinwiddie. Claxton's been here all year, but really they, they got four new starters. Four out of their, their five starters are new, so it, it, it was only reasonable. It, it would take a little time, but they've had a lot of time on the court together because they've played a bunch of minutes together, including you know the, the ridiculous stat of Dinwiddie, Johnson, and Bridges already playing more minutes than Irving, Harden, and uh, Durant did together. Keith, you want me to go in, or are you, are you ready to make your great return? I feel like I can't say anything. I, I just came in on like the last uh, four or five sentences Rob said, and I'm looking through the chat. You got it. Go for it. Yeah, and it comes down to a lot of that durability. Obviously, it is, uh, it's ridiculous to think that our new trio has played more uh, than the previous trio. But when it comes to the type of success that you can have as a team when you're stars, when you're leaders – are on the court and are playing it's 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 amazing and it's it's the kind of thing that the nets i believe and seem to be able to rely on right and and that's not just a this season thing no matter the composition of this team next season it's fairly undisputable at this point that mikhail bridges isn't going anywhere nick claxton isn't going anywhere uh i would claim that those are two probably the two best contracts in the nba uh the deal that the Nets have nick claxton on and the four-year 90 million dollar deal uh, that Mikael Bridges is on until which makes up for the worst contract in the NBA in Ben Simmons, right? Right, they kind of <laughs> offset each other, right? But so when you look at, I mean, those players aren't going anywhere, and their ability to suit up and play every game and contribute every game. I mean, one of the big questions about Mikael Bridges was, does he have the stamina to play all those games, play as many minutes as he does, but to also contribute uh, at this high level? And and in some ways, that still remains to be seen. But when it comes to what we've seen so far. Mikhail Bridges shines under pressure. He shines under fatigue. And that is exactly what the Nets need out of him and out of a star. Because while there's a lot to be said about whether stars will want to come to Brooklyn, and at the end of the day, they will. This is New York City. This is the biggest market in the world. You have a situation where I don't think Joe Sy or Sean, Sean Marks or any of the decision makers involved in the Nets organization are going to want to have take their chance on another set of stars or star or singular that might not play and that might not play big minutes and that might be injury prone. I think in terms of lessons that we've learned, aside from the whole drama-free aspect of the current crop of players that we have, I think the biggest lesson is you have to take your chance on players that will play. And Mikhail Bridges and Nick Claxton are a great place to start. Maybe Spencer Dinwiddie will stick around. Also a fairly consistent player in terms of not getting injured. And when you have a team that is, good both on paper and on the floor and that really comes down to whether or not they're going to play 
the sky is the limit. And I, I, not to look ahead, but again, like I said before, the Nets are in a phenomenal situation going forward. And as a Nets fan, considering everything that has happened this season, everything that has transpired from the anti-Semitism allegations to the trade request to last summer's trade request, it's hard to complain as a Nets fan about the situation we find ourselves in. Well, they aren't going to sell their soul again. I think that's the lesson. They're not going to sell their soul uh, again. And they're going to build, doesn't mean you can't get a star, but you know, it's a certain type of dude and, and you know, a certain type of durability, as you just alluded to. Uh, I mentioned it, they're undefeated. The Suns are with KD, but he's only played six games. Uh, we'll, we'll see how often he can stay on the, the floor. We know how brilliant the guy is as a player. No one can take that away. And now there's talk about the, the Mavs shutting down. Luca and Kyrie. So Kyrie may have already played his last game for the Mavericks. I mean, <laughs> they left us for dead. We did just fine. They did us dirty. We came out clean. I'm just sitting back watching everything, right? This is entertainment. This is the NBA. People think about the NBA in the wrong ways, right? Like, think of it like watching a movie. And obviously, you're rooting for the main character. For our purposes, the main character is the Brooklyn Nets. And we had some things go on. And it's like the storylines kind of create themselves. The, the script is amazing. We didn't expect the script to have us where we are right now. There's players on this team that I had no even thought about them being with us. But all in all, we're winning. We're winning games. There's four games left. We're going back to the playoffs. The thing about Brooklyn in this decade that they've been back in New York they get to the playoffs. I don't know how many times out of the 10 years, I would guess it's half at least, maybe more. Maybe this would be six. And, uh, you know, not focusing on the the team that plays in um, Midtown, but like that was a, uh, a tagline of ours. In 2015, the playoff shirt said, we are playoffs, basically letting people know we are playoff bound almost every year. We figure out how to get to the playoffs no matter, no matter who's in these jerseys. It doesn't matter if it's uh, Darren Williams and uh, Joe Johnson. It doesn't matter if it's Joe Harris and Spencer Dinwiddie, which those guys are on the team and, you know, we're heading back with them again. But you know what I'm talking about, D'Lo and, and Karras and Big J, those guys. It doesn't matter if it's Katie, Kyrie, and now it's Mikael Bridges, Nick Claxton, Cam Johnson, Spencer Dinwiddie. We're about to be back in the playoffs, not the play-in, not the play-in. We're back in the playoffs. There's four games left. We, we should be good. And I'm looking forward to seeing what this team does, right? I, I was happy to see the season ticket holder event and them giving these guys the light. There's a T-shirt coming out, one of these games, a T-shirt giveaway, and it's got all these new faces of the Brooklyn Nets. This Nets world has been built. I've been saying that for a long, long time. Like, I wasn't just saying it because it sounded cool. I was saying it because it's a real thing. This Nets world has been built. The organization moved from New Jersey, had to rebrand, had to figure some things out. They sold their soul twice for superstars. The first time, they didn't come out so clean. This time, they look to come out super clean. The only thing I added to the uh, the notes in the group chat, Alex, we'll get to that. Um, but I don't care about what's going on in Dallas. I don't care what's going on in Phoenix. I'm looking at the league and what's going on in Philly because that's who we're, we're going to face and bring them on. I want that smoke. You know, uh, universe never unconnects. Before the KD Kyrie era, who did the Nets face? And the storylines with Seth Curry going back to Philly to face his father-in-law, Ben Simmons, going back to Philly. But he's just going to be on the bench getting booed, right? Um, 
the Nets lost that trade, but they have an opportunity to go in Philly and kind of shake them up a bit. And I don't think it's a guarantee that the the Sixers just sweep the the Nets. If they make this a six-game series, force a game seven, who knows? It could get interesting. And I like watching interesting movies. It's been a great watch. Up and down, but all in all, we've won more than we've lost, and it's been fun to be a Nets fan again this season. 